This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast with Megan Barcelona and Christopher Gonzalez. This is our reflection on Saturday at the Line Dance Marathon in Raleigh, North Carolina. We have relocated from the sunny park at Katati Plaza to my sunny car at Katati Plaza <laughs> as it was starting to get windy and the trees were attacking us yes. with leaves and branches. Yes, at one point a leaf fell straight down onto my head. I saw that. <laughs> the violent times here on the mean streets of Katati. Saturday, we... Let's see. We went to sleep after the ballroom closed at 4 a.m.? 4 a.m. On Friday night. Uh, I have no idea what time I actually went to sleep after the ballroom closed, but it was probably not immediate. I was close to 6 a.m. I know that much. Yeah. That sounds about right. Looking at the schedule, I am curious when I actually got up. I think this was one of my days of very late getting up because I didn't have a specific thing that I needed to attend the way that I had planned to attend Debbie's class the previous day. Looking at the first hour, there was Shane McKeever with Reverse, Rebecca Lee with Wonderland, John Robinson, Don't Give In, Lynn Martino, The Afterbeat, and then the following hour, Scott Blevins, Boys! Make a girl go crazy. I think that's what that was. Uh, Linda McCormick, I Got You. Megan Wheeler, Someone You Loved. Cody Flowers, All I Am Is You. Yay! We demoed that one. Um, Hurts So Good. Then the following hour was Scott Blevins with Down to the Roots. John Robinson, Can't Escape Me. Rebecca Lee, Sushi. Rosie Maltari, If I Can't Have You. So far, I'm three for three hours of not attending any of these workshops. One o'clock, Fred Whitehouse, Give Me Love. Shane McKeever, Burden. Rona Kay, Tearing Me Up. Rhoda Lie, Love You Anymore, and We Love It. Two o'clock, Darren Bailey with L-I-L-Y. Joey Warren, Wiser and Older. Brenna Stith, Grow As We Go. Madison Glover, Lonely Lovers and Lonely Blues. And I think I must have done open dancing that day because I remember hearing... Lonely Lovers, the song in one of the other ballrooms near Open Dance. Three o'clock, Guillaume Richard with the show. Fred Whitehouse, Life is Worth Living. Kayla Cosgrove with Keep Me Satisfied. The dance is called Satisfied. It's by Amy Bailey. Gary O'Reilly then had Habibi. And we move on to the four o'clock hour. Madison Glover taught Never Growing Up in One Less Day. Is it One Fewer Day? What's the grammar on that? Should it be I'm, one fewer day? I'm one day sure. fewer, two few, two fewer days, one hundred fewer days, one hundred less days. I think it would be fewer. I don't know. I'll have to look that I'm up. I'm pretty sure the song is one less day. Yeah, it's probably one less day. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Darren Bailey, gorgeous. That class I sat in. That class hurt my brain. <laughs> Darcy, we'll get to that. Darcy DeAngelis loved me harder. Rosie Moltari, My Last Name, and Soldier Boy, Boy Stroll. And then... Well, you're just like speeding through the day. You, I haven't even gotten up yet at this point in your... Oh, uh, I'm just through. I'm just reading reading what the classes were after that I had show practice. Backing it up, 
Uh, I really cannot pinpoint exactly when I woke up because the first one that I showed up downstairs for, I guess, would have been either Open Dance or Darren Bailey with Gorgeous. <laughs> what about you? Well, you were definitely in Open Dance, I can tell you that much. Yes. Um, yes. I remember going to bed at 6 and waking up at like 10.30, maybe 11. However, I had no classes that I intended on taking that early because I had two back-to-back must-take lessons and then one more later in the day. And I was saving my brain power for those lessons because it's been so long since I've learned lessons in a workshop setting that I was scared of what my brain can take and we've always recommended no more than three and sit in on the rest because after a while your brain just stops working and so I was downstairs I must have been just hanging out and talking with people because the lesson I wanted to take for sure was the one o'clock burden with Shane McKeever I really liked how it looked and I had never taken a class from Shane at this point and so I knew I wanted to get a lesson from him not only as a dancer, but as an instructor. I wanted to see how he paced the class, how he called the class, how he kept it fun, but moved it forward and kept it serious. And I was pleasantly impressed by his abilities. He kept the class moving at a pace that allowed me not to get bored. And that is really, really rare. Unless I'm 100% engrossed in the dance and trying to apply specific technique to it, a lot of these classes, unfortunately for me, go at a slower pace than I learn. And it can get frustrating for me. And so I generally don't take those. However, I try and give every instructor at least one lesson just so, like I said, I can get exposed to their teaching style. Um, this one was challenging, but at the same time, it wasn't. It was a nightclub, and I'm still learning nightclub style and technique and rhythm. It's not exactly easy for me. Um, and he kept it fun, and he joked a little bit about it, and... Uh, there was a lot of good moments in it in which he broke down things that made perfect sense to me. And so I was able to, for the most part, pick up the dance really well. Because it is a phrased dance, it's a little bit trickier. But it hits the music so nicely. And he kept the tags pretty reasonable, which is really nice. The next hour was the other one that I had to take, which was Joey Warden... Warren, sorry, wiser and older. That, first of all, I like the original song, but there was something about this cover that during demos just pulled my attention and I couldn't not turn away. I had to watch it. There was something about the song and how Joey was moving that just had me mesmerized. And I knew I wanted to take this dance. 
Now let me tell you, learning two nightclubs back to back might not have been my smartest move. However, fortunately for me, uh, Joey's wiser and older was so well choreographed and my body wanted to dance it so badly that it was exceptionally fluid for me to the point where before I was even halfway through the dance, I was already adding styling and technique to it. And I just, I fell in love with this dance over the weekend. It, even with knowing that my dance was released this weekend with Rebecca, this is the must learn dance for me. Like it was amazing. It felt beautiful. It felt amazing. I just, I, I loved it. I love, love, loved it. I then took the next hour off just to kind of breathe. I think I went and joined you in open dance for a little bit for a couple songs. I then knew that I needed to get something to eat because I had realized I hadn't eaten anything all day. So I went over to the bar restaurant area and ordered just a thing of French fries. And then I wanted to take Darren Bailey's Gorgeous. That was such a cool demo and how he danced it that I was like, oh, this is such a cool, I want to see how this feels because it's the only Darren dance that I didn't have a step sheet for that weekend. So it was brand new to me and I wanted to teach it, or to take it. However, at that point, I had just learned two nightclubs back to back. So my brain and my feet weren't exactly communicating So I sat out of the first so many counts of it and just ate my french fries and just kind of listened to him and followed making mental notes for once I got back in, when I got into the lesson, I'd be able to pick it up. And for the most part, I didn't have trouble with that. But there was a few spots that my brain, for whatever reason, just would go blank during the lesson. And so I I would just kind of like stop for a moment and then I'd pick up where you know the next couple counts but for whatever reason that three or four count section just stopped so it was it was a little interesting of experience for me on that one but I really like the way it hits in certain places and the music for gorgeous my day definitely sounds a lot less interesting (laughs) considering how much of it I slipped through but show practice that was something I forgot to mention in show practice the previous day. Mm, we did a little bit of lighting on Friday. Most of it was on Saturday. Okay. We ran the whole show twice. And... And the staff after the show... Or after show practice, I should say... Got a little bit of a break, but the DJs had to be back in there at 7.30. I think show practice ended a little after 7. That makes makes sense. Yeah. So I think I may have left the room for a very brief stretch, something like 10 minutes just so I could get my change of shirt I think between 7.30 and 7.40 before we started the music other than that 
I was down there for a long time. And at some point I got sleepy again, despite having actually slept. <laughs> so during the show, with the lights off for about, how long was the show? 40 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting, because I was controlling the house lights, there were definitely some sleepy times. But I, what I can say is that I was sleepier during show practice. Once we were in full production mode and we were seeing behind the scenes what everyone else was seeing live with the um, uh, lights and costumes and um, the whole spectacle of it, it definitely kept me more engaged. It's one of the longest shows I have seen. I think Fort Wayne is in that same neighborhood. But Scott went all out for this. Uh, as far as giving people, giving lots of individuals on staff room to showcase their talents. And yeah. Shane's bit was to uh, Billie Eilish bury a friend. And as Cody's character says afterward, wow, that was dark. <laughs> it was definitely surprising. Um, but it makes sense with what's popular currently among the people and as intense as it was and as definitely not made to be a line dance as that song is I was glad to see Shane do something really cool with it what were your thoughts on the performance? I giving a little history I was in theater arts and musicals and choir and dance stuff all through elementary school and junior high and high school. I even, for a few semesters, majored in theater arts and uh, a music major uh, at the local junior college. This production was certainly one of my favorites that I've ever seen for all of the different productions that I've seen. There's so many different characteristics of the different performances that people put on, but I liked the fact that this show was fluid. It was a story from start to finish, and the dancing just added to the story. It builds into the story as opposed to, say, which I've also very much enjoyed, but um, here we'll have a skit, and then here's some, someone who gets to showcase. Here we'll have a skit, and then someone gets to showcase. And it, it's, it's very, it works, but it's not quite so seamless. Like, for instance, the idea of a dance-off in the skit then the guys go, then the girls go, because it's a dance battle. Like, that was very seamless, very fluid in the skit. It wasn't completely separate. And so it had that very musical Broadway feel to me, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, being able to see everybody showcase their talents is always a treat for me. I very much enjoy when the choreographers and instructors get to let go and show that they're more capable 
then, and I say this, but then doing line dance, but they have contemporary and they have ballet and they have all, all of these other tap and everything. Like I love that they bring more to the table than your idea blanket term of line dance and to be able to see them let go and not have to think about, well, who am I choreographing this for? Who's going to be able to dance this? Are they going to enjoy this? Does this part make sense to the masses? To be able to just see them let go at their level is so enjoyable to me. And so I was really, really grateful for any opportunity I get to do that. But most especially with this particular staff team. Um, having Madison, having uh, uh, Shane McKeever, Fred Whitehouse, Guillaume Richard, Joey Warren. Like, there was some amazing talent on staff that just blew me out of the water. I knew they were good dancers. But to see it firsthand and what else they are capable of certainly broadens my mind. Rebecca in those heels and being able to dance the way she does little envious it would take me a long 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 time to be able to even be a quarter of the level of confident in dancing in those heels that she was let alone as talented as she was um I was extremely blown away by those heels I thought there was a lot of funny moments in the song or in the song in the skits and I enjoyed, I think I enjoyed Joey's performance the most because I didn't realize he had that in him. So that was a pleasant surprise for me. So I think I enjoyed that one the most. The crowd certainly enjoyed it. I know that much because they were definitely hooting and hollering. Um, CrossFit has done him some good. Yes, it has. So, um, just to give a little, little context to it, uh, he, his solo piece was a remixed version of Genuine's Pony, just to give you an idea. And he danced every beat of that song. That was impressive. Thoroughly impressive. Yep. So, um, as for Saturday Night Open Dance... I don't think I danced hardly any of it. I think a majority of the main ballroom's open dance list, I either A, didn't know, or B, it was mostly one of those where it's like, I have danced this so many times, I really don't need to dance this. So I went and hung out in Tina's room, and I went and hung out in the beginner room, and then I'd come back into the main ballroom and socialize with people, but I did very little dancing for the opening dance which was surprising to me I think my feet appreciated it honestly because I know as the night progressed I certainly did more but I know for me it was I was I was I was caught up in a lot of conversations and I really didn't want to run out onto the floor while having these conversations because I didn't know if I'd get an opportunity to come back and finish the conversations. 
taking a, a glance at some of the earlier plays in open dance, which didn't actually start until getting close to 9 o'clock because of the length of the show. Uh, I, I do see some in here that, while popular, like Gypsy in the Night, Fully Clothed, Hand Clap, California, um, are dances that neither of us have learned uh, at this stage in our line dance mm-hmm. journey. And looking at some of the others, yes, we've danced Vanatek Cha, Gimme Gimme, Levels, um, Power Mix, Italiano, many times. So I, I can understand how there are, there are enough opportunities to dance those locally at Stoney's or at Lion Dance Club or any Trino number of events um, that you wouldn't necessarily need to do another Vanatek Cha uh, on that particular night. Yeah, I, I enjoy it, and I know that many other people still get very excited by it, but when you've already been dancing as hard as you were for the last two days, you take your breaks where you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. And, like I said, I was also I was caught up in a lot of conversations, which was nice. I really enjoyed talking to everyone that I took a moment to speak with. I found myself in more pictures than I was prepared for, but... Mm. <laughs> That's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday night progressed, and I think I just spent a lot of time in Tina's room and in the beginner room. And then late, late night got fun. It was some, a lot of late night craziness that happened that I might have not necessarily been dancing all of it, but very glad that I was present and witnessed too. Hmm. Set, we're on Saturday night? That's Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. That's the 6 a.m. night. Yes. That was the, when we finally took the picture, people were like, I've been waiting three hours for this photo. I'm pretty sure at this point people are like pushing themselves to the max and not necessarily dancing, but just to stay up to make some of these survivor photos. We can thank Jesse. Yes. As far as I know, she she really got those going. And I feel happy to have long enough arms to carry on the torch for her. Yes. Um, yeah, I remember at one point I was talking with Dustin and he said, I'm seriously just here for the survivor photo. Mm. And then, of course, they'd play something so he'd get up and go dance it. Mm. But... He was like, I'm, 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 I'm here for the survivor photo. Mm. I'm dead right now. I don't know what's going on. Oh, darn it. Look, there's a dance I know. Then <laughs> 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 you get up and dance. And obviously some of it, there is a truth to it. We're like, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm so exhausted. I'm dead on my feet. Oh, look, there is a dance I know. I'm going to go dance it. Um, we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it, though. You know what we have said almost nothing about is the USLDCC competition as far as dances we saw, uh, matching outfits that people wore, which I thought was just super cool. Like, that's taking it to another layer of commitment. Um, Overall results. Go, Jason. Congratulations, Jason. And a little bit also of what we were talking about regarding the year that we entered 
and how thankful we are that we didn't go against Jason. Seriously, though. <laughs> Man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have thanked almost every single person we competed against because not only are they amazing people and we got to know a really cool group of people, but I feel like because of them and their levels of competition and talent for choreographing, I feel like it really pushed us along our path sooner than had we not gone through competition. I feel like I learned a lot from the people we competed against. And I'm pretty sure that happens every year with the group of people that are competing against each other. However, I think as much as I learned from people, I would have been so discouraged to go up against Jason. Even though he's amazing and I love him to pieces, I'd be like, why am I even trying at this point? I mean, seriously, you're you. You're phenomenal. Like... I could see myself talking myself out of choreographing things because of that. Because of where I was when we were competing, I hadn't quite found who I wanted to be yet. And I probably would have let the dark side and fear talk me out of it. However, because I had the people I competed against and they were as crazy supportive as they were... I was able to develop into who I am and what I want to become was made clear through that process. So I was very fortunate. One of the things that I appreciate about Jason is that he, of course, absolutely moves like a professional because he sort of is just in figure skating with Disney and not necessarily specifically line dance. But while he looks as polished as he does, he's still there late, late at night, putting on a show with slash for everyone else and can both do a dance cleanly and professionally looking well enough that other people can follow it for the first few walls, as well as come up with some of the most unique play and flair because he does have such wide knowledge of what's possible to do physically. He's also very aware of what his body is capable of. Yes, like Guillaume. So as a DJ, I appreciate that and would want him around for more late-night madness, such as we were able to enjoy at Marathon. And of course, you can't... Unfortunately, you can't just... Or at least it is not, it is not currently done um, to just pay social dancers to show up and have fun and play and call that a staff job. So, you know you're supposed to invite them to be instructors or something. And that is an area in which Jason can also bring something since he has his own dances that he's choreographed and won with. So you can justify 
having him there on staff as somebody that his students can look up to and really learn something important from. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be a fun and crazy, wild social dancer and hope that, you know, if you give them a teaching slot that they won't just confuse everyone in the class and make them feel worse about coming to the event. It's another when you are able to bring in that crazy wild social dancer and he's the total package. Yeah. I'm glad that Jason really lives up to that first place overall USLDCC finals championship. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he'll do great at Masters in Blackpool. Lucky guy. Yeah. Talented guy. Saturday, without looking specifically at how the playlist went, as I mentioned in the previous episode, it's more of a challenge for me. Uh, as I've mentioned, I prefer to not play repeats if I can help it. And I still want the dances that I play to be well-known enough for people to continue to fill the floor, even if it's a dance that's four or five years old. And I had that to balance along with getting workshop teaches played so that people felt like they really knew the dances long after having learned the one that they requested on Thursday or something. Also, in that mix is the normal clipboard list of requests. And really searching for more upbeat songs uh, and dances to play to space out the many slow dance requests. And also, there were technological issues with music availability and keeping the overhead list updated and a whole lot of people in the vicinity of the booth. A lot of cooks and a lot of dinner guests. And everything felt urgent. And it was hard to stay ahead of the playlist the way it was much easier in the previous two nights. Still... I survived. I had time to go upstairs, change into my non-DJ evening clothes, take a breath, give myself a nosebleed, (laughs) Um, then attempted to make the nosebleed go away by laying down for a bit. And that's when my lack of sleep kicked in and I was out for the next couple hours. But at least I got a break. in between all of the running around and that is what I think fueled me to do more running around until 6am in the wee hours of Sunday morning. So while everybody else was dead on their feet and just wanted to stay in one ballroom because they couldn't get up and go to the other one, they're like, nah, I'll just wait it out here until my, my next request comes in. I cheated (laughs) and I took uh, an unexpected nap that my body said was in my best interest also the nosebleed went away so that was nice that's good yeah 
You look like you have a thought. I do. So I have this new thing that I do for anybody who can't see, which is everybody. When I want to remember a thought, I put my finger to my nose for some reason. I don't know. I've just discovered it recently, and it works. It's like a bookmark. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you, so from your experiences with DJing Hot Monk and Twin Oaks, which is our Thursday night country bar dancing, even though we don't always do country music, but it's definitely advertised as such, to the Wine Country Line Dance Workshop with Amy and Darren, to DJing at Marathon, what are some of the things that you have learned that you want to use going forward as a DJ? That is a big question, and I may circle back around to that once we've also discussed the one night that I had the room all to myself as a DJ, which was Sunday night, and that was a lot of fun. And some of the things that I learned will definitely factor into my thoughts on that night. Are you are you all right? I am not certain? satisfied with that answer in the slightest, but I don't think I have any other options but to deal with it. Okay. So. Um, before I forget, in going down the line of the schedule, I neglected to mention that Megan Wheeler also had a class from 1 to 150, Simplifying Turns. It was a technique class. And it gave Hal Payne a one-hour break in his 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. set of open dance. That man is a trooper. He also appreciates the classics, and he gave us lots of ideas for what we should learn. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts that you can think of regarding Saturday before we rotate the schedule? Not so much. On to the Sunday side of things? I love Saturdays extremely late night pretty much early morning might as well go get breakfast dancing I absolutely love when we go till 6 a.m. my feet hurt my body aches I'm sweaty and generally speaking I describe myself as gross at that point because I've been dancing all day long but I have some of the best memories and experiences in those wee hours of the morning that I could not go to sleep if I wanted to because my FOMO would be so severe about what I was missing out on. So I am so grateful for being able to have those opportunities. It may, just in case I I don't mention it later as it pertains to DJing, moments were something that we talked about with JP and Louie, mostly Louie, and how there are those snapshot moments that occur, especially in the magic of late night, and they're definitely worth staying up for because that, that sort of thing is what sets that event apart from others. The way we had that one late night set in Vegas with people wearing white and doing all yes. those classic line dances with Louie. Yes. And... I think Vegas was where it started for me. For everything. Mm-hmm. But that late night 
treat that you know you're going to find something good each time. Mm-hmm. There was another late night, I think it was Wednesday that same year, when it seemed like all of the instructors were in the ballroom. And we knew that it was all going to not fall apart exactly, but later in the weekend people would have dinner plans. They'd go out and see the casinos. But Wednesday, no one was going anywhere. They, they all were still with us and dancing things that you, you might not expect, wearing things that you might not expect. And it was the last night like that. Out of a you know, six-day event, that was the last night that was like that. Florida Line Dance Classic, I think, was where we had Do Your Thing as one of its uh, highlight features. Uh, Windy City 2016 was the one that I attended where the speakers blew in the main ballroom and we all had to go into Jill's room. And that was such a fun night. Um, At the end of the night, we all had pizza together. And it's these, these things that happen late at night that you could sleep through and you know you could get up early the next day and learn to dance it's those things that you couldn't do at 10 a.m yeah when everyone's in polite company and some folks have not loosened up with their choice of loosener yet (laughs) Um, what's the other the a two dita is that is that what a two dita i wasn't sure if i had the name right I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but that's definitely the song. Yeah, yeah. Like, things like that you're not going to see at lunch. No, so you're definitely not. So if you're not. able and you don't mind learning some of these dances at home, skip some of the morning classes and consider staying up late because that's where moments happen. And as a DJ, I felt very privileged to, and we'll get to it on the Sunday night set, um, to help facilitate the ex- experience of these moments uh, for the people in attendance and you don't necessarily have to miss the early morning classes you can take a nap somewhere later on if there's two classes in a row that you think you can miss too or you can be like some of us and just be you know walking zombies the whole day you can sleep on the plane (laughs) yes so 6 Mm a.m happened on saturday And I think I shut my eyes for like three hours. About three hours. Yeah, I went to sleep around nine. Uh, I got way more sleep though because I... I don't want to say I burned the day or wasted the day, but boy, I slept through a lot of that day. Uh, So I I have very little to say about Sunday up until about 4 p.m. Because I got up at like two-ish, maybe, went back to sleep got up, rolled out of bed, and met you in um, dancing the floor away after it had already been danced about three quarters of the way. Yeah. So, Sunday, lessons, 10 a.m., you have Rebecca Lee, Abu Dhabi, Gary O'Reilly, Mad Crazy Love, Hannah Race, Brewski, and I Miss Me More, Krista Thomas, Safari. At 11... You had Fred Whitehouse, This Is Us, which is actually co-choreographed with Rebecca. It's on my list to learn, but it was just not going to happen on Sunday. Uh, You have Joey Warren, Break the Internet. Bonnie Matthews, Hypnotized Chaw. 
Johnny Two Step, One Two Three Calypso. Then you have Twelve O'Clock was Guillaume Richard, Never Love Again. John Robinson was Jive Walkin', You and I. And earlier in the week, I was feeling ambitious and wanted to learn that one. Sunday came around and I again did not. Cody Flowers with California, Rhoda Lai with Lost in Japan. And for the last hour of lessons, from 1 to 2 o'clock, you had Darren Bailey, Nothing Without You, Rona Kay, Left, Right, Left, Debbie Pancoast, Sheets of Cotton, a.k.a. Charlie Ain't Home, and Linda McCormick, Love Me Anyway. So I was downstairs, probably at about 10.30. By the time I'd actually gotten up, took taken a shower, and pretty much went downstairs knowing that I probably wasn't going to dance too much. So I went in very comfortable clothing. I think I think I didn't even put on my sh- my dance shoes. I put I might have put on my uh my knockoff Target purchased Toms uh which are just little slip-on shoes and I pretty much just socialized. I hung out like the whole time and I walked around talked to people I know that I made myself uh, I made my way to the main ballroom at about 1:20, and I caught the tail end of Darren teaching nothing without you and when they did their final uh, dance through I certainly got on the floor for that one because I absolutely love that waltz by Amy I think she did an amazing job with that one and then I was lucky enough to sit myself between Louis and JP and just picked their brains and listened to what their experiences were and how they run things and certain different um Viewpoints. That's that's the word I'm looking for, or description I'm looking for, as opposed to my own. And anytime I had a question, I'd ask one of them, and they would give me a very detailed answer, and I got a lot of information, and I'm very much looking forward to being able to implementing that information into my DJing, which I'm currently in the process of learning how to do. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I did message you about the Dancing the Floor Away. I sent you a couple pictures so you can see the progress. Because I knew you'd want to be down there for the tail end. Um, And then you made your way down. Before I forget, when you were reading the schedule, it reminded me of an important question that I wanted to ask you. What is the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? I don't know. Well, you see. People in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. (laughs) Abu Dhabi do! Oh, dear. I'm keeping you, just so you know. Once we finished up dancing the floor away, which occurred a lot later than I thought it would, 
I think it was like five o'clock or something like that, almost six. Uh, we were lucky enough to continue conversing with Louis. I definitely took that opportunity as well to rest my eyes and shut them and after that we ended up having a wonderful interview and I will let you continue on from there we got to chat with Miss Jean Gar matriarch of the Lion Dance Marathon and got a little bit of backstory on how the event came to be. Very much looking forward to the airing of that episode. And that led straight into the beginning of the pizza party. The Lion Dance Marathon has hosted a pizza party, I believe since its inception. That was one of your questions during the interview. Has there always been a pizza party? There's mostly been a pizza party. It hasn't been from the beginning because they noticed that people would still hang around. Hmm. And so they said, well, let's just keep it going. Hmm. But it's been a long, long running thing for them to have their farewell pizza party and dance, which includes the pool area. Not that I made my way out to the pool at all. It was so warm outside. We did interviews after... after the 2 a.m. official end time of the pizza party, we had, I want to say, a half-hour interview with Johnny Two-Step, followed by another 20 minutes of just chatting. And then, oh, about 30 minutes with Joyce, of solely Joyce, and then another 25 minutes or so with Wendy and Payne. And it was still warm. It was like 4 a.m., and it was... You know how, like, when you're outside under a full moon, you say, oh, I could read a book by this light. In that heat, you could sleep on the sidewalk and wish that you had brought a fan <laughs> at 4 a.m. I don't know how I don't know do so it. much about the fan part, but yeah. Maybe I'm just showing my upbringing in the fogginess of Daly City, <laughs> but that was warmer than I was prepared for. So I'm glad that, uh, that the dance floor was inside. Yes. I had a real good time with that. It was uh, a lot of requests uh, that the set consisted of. And I got through almost all of them. The only reason that we didn't was because security came and said that uh, they were shutting down at 2. I did not know that they were shutting down at 2. Not that it really Yeah, because to be fair, the um, question mark says 8 p.m. to question mark, question mark, question mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question mark. The time... Frame has question marks in them is what I was trying to say. I thought that uh, based on our interview with Gene, the hotel didn't mind how long we stayed and that we could just go indefinitely. But Probably a there good were, thing we did stop, though. There were maybe three or four dances that were not played by people who were still there. And I would have kept going. I was feeling fresh. Pretty sure I napped at some point. Or I just woke up so late that it was you a non-factor. Woke up so late. That's that's what it was. And I'm still paying for that <laughs> here in our Pacific Coast time. Oh, my sleep is just all over the place. <laughs> but uh, it was worth it. That was such a good night. 
there's a little bit of video evidence of what occurred, but not a whole lot. And I think that having that small room with just a few survivors from the overall event gave us that little extra something that we all got to enjoy that maybe other people will think about when they're deciding whether they want to go home a day early or not. I would recommend you stay till the very end, especially when Guillaume is around. Right. And all of those SoCal dancers who know everything because Luann Luann teaches them well. (laughs) Yeah. We really need to start working on getting our own Luann class up here for Northern Cal. Yeah, it almost seems unfair that we know all these dances just because we do homework, but we can't like share that, or at least we, we aren't beyond Sonoma State Line Dance Club sharing these like Cadillac Ride with the wider population. And I'm very glad that we got to do Cadillac Ride. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I think I had... Three requests the whole weekend. One of them was Joey's dance, Wiser and Older. One of them was Cadillac Ride. And just because Cat Painter taught it recently and it was fresh in my mind, I requested do something crazy as well. I was surprised how many people remembered it. Because it's been a while since I've seen it at at an event. So those are my three requests for the weekend, and I'm so grateful to you and to JP for playing them for me. After pizza party and interviews, we departed. uh, Yes, we didn't get any sleep. No, because our flight was early in the morning, and we left while it was dark. Yes, so we ended interviews at four o'clock in the morning and we had to leave for the airport at five so we basically had just enough time to go upstairs pack everything up because we were pretty much downstairs once we woke up the whole time and rush back down to catch the airplane yeah john was an excellent roommate really kept his things compact uh Occasionally shared words of wisdom regarding choreography and flow. And I packed in the dead of night with the flashlight on my phone because I, I did not I did not want to disturb him on a night when I'm sure he just wanted nothing more than sleep. Well, it's also really cool because John actually stayed up all three or all three nights. So I say all three being Thursday, Friday, and Saturday until the end. Mm -hmm. So that was certainly a pleasant experience having him there all three nights. He normally does at least one night, but for him to make it all three nights, that was a lot of fun. He'd come running in at random times. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're still alive. Cool. (laughs) And he's just an absolute blast to, to dance next to and to play with when you get some of those songs going. Um, and the uh, the DJs did not abuse him with dangerous, sped up to five hundred percent or whatever. Right. So he he had a good weekend as well, I'm sure. But I did know that he had a long drive ahead of him come mm. Monday morning, so I'm I'm glad you were courteous of him. Um, 
my roommates were equally as awesome. Not only did they, we all pretty much stayed to our corners with our, with our suitcase and luggage and everything, but the food and beverage selection that was in my room was insane. I have definitely discovered that I love rooming with people who drive and are willing to pick up items on the way. It makes life so much easier when I can say, you know, pick me up some bread, peanut butter and jelly, you know, some chocolate milk. I'm good. Um, I'm hoping that we might be able to get a real good solid event going on up in this area that I might be able to return the favor for folks if they are to room with me in the future because I really liked feeling like we were all a team in that room. I would like to give a shout out to the hospitality staff because there were definitely times... I was thinking, wow, groceries. I, I did not plan. I didn't rent a car. I didn't do Uber Eats. Did I even eat all weekend? Like, what did I eat? What I ate was food that was provided for staff. And mostly it was a simple selection, but everything you needed. There were carbs and proteins and basics like a fruit salad and sandwich fixings for like PB&J or cereal. Just enough to get you through your day and when you're hungry and you have so many places to be that means the world. Just having somebody feed you. Yes. (laughs) Um, Also it provided a little respite from being on stage for many of the instructors. So I was lucky enough to be present for people letting their hair down a little bit and just chatting, not necessarily talking shop or talking about competitions or or upcoming classes, but just being human with each other. And I know that you you get that a lot more frequently because it's it's uh, in your your uh, disposition I guess to put people at ease and make them feel like normal people and I don't always invite myself to the table. I just kind of do my thing and other people do their thing and so we eat separately. Uh, whoever it is, myself and like the rest of everyone. But um, in this space, the room was so small that you couldn't help but sit next to somebody. And of course, I wanted to sit next to people too. There were times when I was um, chatting with Rosie or uh, at a table with Shane and Rebecca and Guillaume. And I don't know if I necessarily would have done that if we were all at some restaurant in the lobby of the hotel I'd see them and think oh they're busy they're they're eating dinner with each other so I'd better just go do what I'm going to do somewhere else I wouldn't just think hey guys what's up and sit down next to them but I like when we can all just be these 30 somethings talking about the crazy dance life or just crazy life 
and I treasure the opportunities that I had to do that over the course of the weekend. So thank you, hospitality staff. Also, thank you for getting me out of bed when there weren't classes to bring me downstairs. Um, there was definitely food. <laughs> Until next time, we will see, see you, you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.